Hey, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to a brand new episode of Revelation Communication. We are on episode number 57, and I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join, to watch, or to listen to this podcast. Just a couple of quick reminders before I get going. On Wednesday night, we do have our midweek Bible study taking place at 7 p.m. We are starting Revelation chapter 21 this Wednesday. We just are two chapters away from finishing this great book out and want to encourage you to join us for these last couple of chapters as we end our study in the book of Revelation. Also on Sunday morning, our worship service takes place at 10 a.m. And after I'm done with today's podcast, you'll understand why I'm saying this. I implore you, get to church. If you don't have a church home, find one. If you want to check out Revelation Church, so be it. But I implore you and I beg you, please get to church. It's so important. We are going through a series right now called Traveling the Romans Road, and I just know it's going to be an encouragement to you. Our men's camp out is coming up on Friday and Saturday, November 5th and 6th. Contact me if you want more information on that, as well as the ladies fall gathering taking place on Friday evening, November 5th at 6 p.m. right here at Revelation Church. You can find all the links to our podcasts, our sermons, our studies, as well as any links to our social media pages by heading on over to our website, www.revchurchcv.com. And finally, if this podcast or if our sermons or if our Bible studies are an encouragement to you, would you please like and subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, Revelation Church Coachella Valley, as well as follow us on our Instagram page at our handle, rev underscore church underscore cv and our facebook page where you can find us at rev church cv with that being said i do want to share with you a verse out of the second chapter in the book of acts verse number 42 luke would write this and they speaking of the church continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers you know, as a pastor, um, I often sit and wonder why people don't go to church um, who profess to be a Christian. Uh, and really, overall, I, I, I wonder sometimes why more people don't seek the church out. You know, especially considering not only the dark times that we're currently in as a society and as a world, but over the last 2,000 years, the dark times that we've gone through um, as a world and as a society. You would think that um, more and more people would flock to the church as this world descends into more and more chaos with little hope left that a decent or moral ex uh, society would exist, um, th that, again, they would be going to the church for guidance, for um, assurance, for comfort, and for hope. And then it dawned on me this morning as I was out on my hike, um, because I was really thinking about this this morning. Um, the church has messed up. The church has messed up by not treating its own sin like the world's sin. In other words, the church is being hypocritical. Now, I'm not saying that the church in and of itself is a sinner because it is not. 
the people within the church are. You see, the church messed up when it was calling out all the adulterers, all the fornicators, all the liars, all the cheaters, all the homosexuals in and around the world, but refused to address the affairs that were happening in the church. It refused to address the premarital sexual relationships running rampant within the church and the fornication and immorality running rampant within its own congregation. It refused to address the greed of the pulpit. It's refused to address the idolatry of the staff. And so when you get a church that was and is sinning as much as the world does, but rarely addresses their own transgressions, instead taking a holier-than-thou approach, you shut those people out that would otherwise want to go to church. You shame them outside the church so that they don't want to come into the church. And unfortunately, that has placed a dark cloud over church in general for many professing Christians and those that are non-religious alike who, again, in other ways may come to church. And that puts the church really in an overall tough position because it's not the church that sinned. It's the people in the church, the representatives of the church that have sinned. And while the church is supposed to represent Jesus Christ, man can't seem to overlook the imperfect nature of man and come to terms with the fact that God's perfect design of the church is run by imperfect people. And so how can we look beyond that? How can we overcome that? And really, it's a tough one, but it's simple in nature. And that really is to forgive. Listen, I can tell you when I've messed up, I want to be forgiven right away with no strings attached. But boy, when someone wants our forgiveness, how often are we unwilling? And when we are willing, how often does it come with terms and conditions? But I encourage you today, if the church has wronged you, it wasn't Jesus Christ that did. If the church has wronged you, I'm saying it wasn't even the church in and of itself. It was the imperfect person or people at the church that did. And so I implore you and I ask you to forgive whoever it was that made you feel like the church overall isn't representative of the unconditional love of Jesus Christ like it should have been doing. Don't place that experience, that person, that situation in a box with all churches or all the people of the church. You know, the church is supposed to be a place for healing a place for comfort. It's supposed to be a place for rest and and for peace, for deliverance. It's supposed to be a place of teaching, a place of admonition, a place of nurturing, a place of encouragement. It's supposed to be a place where you can come and worship, a place where you can break bread with one another. It's supposed to be a place of prayer. You know, the church is supposed to reflect the kingdom of God and it's supposed to reflect the very love of God itself. But sadly, it falls short at times of doing that. And if you've experienced that before, I'm sorry. I am sorry that the church didn't reflect the light of the world like it should have. I'm sorry that the church let you down. If I'm the first one to say it, I'm sorry for whatever church did to you. But don't hold on to that grudge. 
Don't hold on to that moment. Don't hold on to that season of life where the church hurt you. Let forgiveness flow through you today and allow God to change your heart towards his church. You know, there's a reason why Paul wrote in Hebrews 10, 25 to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhort one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. It's because we need the church. You need the church. I need the church and the church needs us. The days are upon us where the only hope left is that of salvation and eternal life through Jesus Christ. The days are upon us where going and trying to find joy, comfort, and hope in this world is useless, futile, and vain as it leads us right back to the position of seeking what we were looking for in the first place. The days are upon us where we need the church now more than I believe we have ever needed her. And so I encourage you today to let go of whatever church did to you and get back to her immediately. And you'll know when you found the right place, it'll feel like home. It'll feel like family. It'll feel like church should feel. But I implore you, when the church lets you down, don't blame the church. And in fact, don't even blame the people. Forgive. We're all imperfect people, but allow God to heal you so that you can enjoy the awesome benefits of being a part of a church family the way God has intended it right from the get-go. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and you want more information, or if I can pray for you, please head on over to our website, www.revchurchcv.com. Scroll all the way down to the bottom. You're going to find my contact information there, or you can just leave me a message. And once again, get to church. I implore you, I beg you, I ask you, get to church. You'll find joy, comfort, and hope when you do. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Solomon Stewart with Revelation Communication.